Hey everyone! Welcome to our very first podcast. I'm Julie Stenner and this is Kevin Stenner. Hello. We are coming at you from the One Life community and Stenner Fitness. So we thought it was time. We've wanted to do this for a couple years. So we thought it was time to just start this podcast. So I'll let Kevin tell you what our One Life is all about. So if you follow Julie and I on on Facebook or Instagram, you know that we have some real passions. And those passions revolve around health, wellness, nutrition, real estate, and experiences. So we wanted to start a podcast where we get to talk about that. Uh, and you get along, come along on our journey. And we'll come along on your journey. And we'll, we'll explore fitness, nutrition, real estate, and health together. Um, so I'll start off by giving you know, a bit of a rundown of who I am that we'll hear from Julie. And then this week's topic is going to be all about sleep. Uh, so I'm a lawyer, former teacher, uh, avid triathlete, started off as a rower back in Kamloops and then rowed varsity before switching to triathlon. Uh, with no races on the schedule this past year, I've become what you could call a bit of a uh, endurance junkie and tried all types of different challenges uh, and had a lot of fun with it, but looking forward to racing this year. Okay, and I'm Julie. So I just wanted to say another thing with our podcast. So why do we choose the name One Life? So we we kind of thought about this for a while and we thought, okay, we have this is our one life that we have, one life to live, not the soap opera. <laughs> Let's maximize it and do whatever we can to live the best life possible. So I'm Julie. I'm a physiotherapist, and we have two daughters. They're four and seven, and they're both super into health and fitness already. <laughs> and I'm also a swimmer and a triathlete like Kevin. We are both on the Canadian Age Group National Triathlon team. Don't know if we'll ever do a race <laughs> again, but we have our gear, so we'll just wear Team Canada stuff and look cool. Um, so I'm a physio and a mom, full-time mom and real estate investor. So we have quite a few things that we like to dabble in and of course our fitness business as well. So what, so we wanted to start every podcast with and share just what we're drinking because it's fun. And although today it is not that fun, I'll, I'll spoil the surprise on that one. So we just finished 75 hard. So for those of you who know what 75 hard is, it's 75 days of two 45-minute workouts a day. One has to be outside. We modified in Calgary, minus 20. And no sugar, no alcohol or wine or any sort of alcohol. Uh, read 10 pages of self-development every day drink one gallon or four liters of water a day what was the other thing I think that about sums it up and and so we finished that yesterday so we had our first wine today and now we've <laughs> moved on to uh thieves tea just because we don't like to drink wine too close to bed uh, and you'll find out why later on so that's what we're Kind of talking about today, and plus we just got our girls to bed, so 
We uh, isn't that a time to drink wine? <laughs> yeah, we should be drinking more <laughs> wine. We gotta save it for tomorrow. All right, so let's jump into it. So today's topic is all about sleep, and sleep is a really simple thing, and it's also very complicated. And what we need to do to have good sleeps is also very easy and very complicated at the same time. So there's four things that we're going to talk about today. First is caffeine, then alcohol, consistent bedtime, nighttime routine, and finally phones and and screens around bedtime. Uh, So I'll kick us off by talking about caffeine. And Julie and I need our espresso. We don't need, we enjoy our espresso shot first thing in the morning. Uh, And then I like to certainly have a a second or third later on throughout the morning. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But where people get into trouble is when we start having those coffees and espresso shots and dark chocolates uh, later on in the day, in the afternoon and, and certainly in the evening. But Caffeine has a half-life, and that half-life is around, and I forget the exact number, uh, around the six to eight hour mark. So if you're having coffee at two and going to bed at 10, you're still going to have a bit of that caffeine in your system, and your sleep's going to be impacted. And if you're anything like us, we're cutting it close on how much sleep we should get a day anyways, And so we really want to try and maximize that sleep. Uh, And one thing you can really do to do that is make sure you're cutting that caffeine out around lunchtime. So maybe you want to go for lunch, have a shot of espresso after a cup of coffee. You're going to be fine there. But when it gets to two or three o'clock and you start having it, that's where you're going to notice uh, sleep issues. And if you not notice it, um, try it without for a couple of days and see if you notice a difference because I... I bet that you're sleeping better without that afternoon coffee. The second one is alcohol. And people often, we often would have alcohol to help calm down at night and quote unquote go to sleep, right? To, to help fall asleep. But what alcohol does is it may help you go to sleep, but it doesn't get you into a deep sleep. And your sleep's going to be more shallow and more disrupted when you have alcohol right before bed. So ideally you want to have it around three hours before bedtime. Um, no, stop having it stop three having hours it. before bedtime. Or have it a lot three hours before then I guess <laughs> it's time too. But if you can stop having it three hours before, um, it's not going to impact your sleep as much. So again, if you're going to bed at 10, you know, have your glass of wine while you make dinner, after dinner, um, you know, sitting by the Christmas tree, have your, your glass of wine or whatever your choice is. But by you know, seven, eight o'clock, try and switch to something else. Uh, carbonated flavored water is quite good. Tea. Um, and, and hopefully you'll sleep a little bit better. So now I'll turn over to Julie to talk about routine and phones. Okay, so nighttime routine. We could have a whole podcast just on nighttime routine. It's such a hot topic right now, especially in the social media world. So I'm going to talk a bit about a a steady, solid nighttime routine that has really served me well in the last, I don't know, 10 years, really, ever since I started thinking about having a nighttime routine. So just in keeping with the alcohol theme, something good to do 
to start off your nighttime routine is to make yourself a nice cup of tea, something that is calming like chamomile or lavender or depending if you have tummy issues, you could have some peppermint tea um, or just lemon and honey. That's nice. Ginger. Ginger is good just to help you calm and relax and also start winding down a good 60 to 90 minutes before bedtime. So if your bedtime is 10 o'clock, this isn't really possible especially <laughs> if you have kids. By 8.30, you want to be off screens. You want to turn your phone off, power down. A show is okay because, I mean, the TV is going to emit blue light anyways, but it's it can be something that's calming and relaxing for you. Or you can grab a book, read, read your 10 pages of personal development or read any any fiction or nonfiction, whatever serves you for this time. Or you could dive into some meditation. So those are some activities that you want to be including in your nighttime routine. Um, and I'm just going to cut you off there, but I know a lot of people be like, 8.30, I can't do 8.30 and throw the whole thing out the window. You know, that's a goal. And I can tell you, we don't hit that goal ever. But we're striving <laughs> towards it, right? So if you start thinking about those things, maybe you can do it by 9, maybe you can do it by 9, 15, 9, 30. You know, but every 10 minutes, you can do it before. Every 10 minutes, you can do it earlier a day. That's just going to help. So maybe you can't do 8.30, but maybe you can do 9.15. And 9.15 is better than 10 o'clock. Yeah, and let's see what we're good at. So what we're really good at is turning off our phones, Maybe not always at 8 or 8.30, but we're really good at powering off our phones and leaving them downstairs always. So you never, ever want to have a phone in your bedroom. If you need to have some kind of phone or a way of someone to get a hold of you in the middle of the night, then you can just get a landline in your room would be the best. You never want to have an actual cell phone in your room because it does emit irradiation, radiation. And you don't want to use it as your uh, alarm either because you wake up in the middle of the night, you see your phone there, you're going to turn it on, check it out while you're going to the bathroom and then... I mean, if they listen to this podcast, <laughs> they could go to sleep. So could that... go to sleep. <laughs> so that's just one thing to keep in mind is it's a really good habit to get into just keeping your phone downstairs. So on the kitchen counter or have a place, a bowl. So also in keeping with the nighttime routine, so you want to leave your phone downstairs. And you also want, I know for women a lot, a big part of the nighttime routine is having a skincare routine. So every single night, you got to have that skincare routine. It just gets your mind into the habit of getting ready for bed. Skincare routine, whatever it is. We have a diffuser in our room. So it's nice. You could, if you're into aromatherapy, you can use some essential oils. The sleep oils that we like to use are lavender and frankincense and cedarwood. So we'll mix up that combination. And we don't use a lot of oils and we don't use them every night either. So it's, it's something nice to have running next to your bed is a diffuser. And yeah, just read a few pages before bed and that really helps to get you into that sleep mode. Some other things that can help with sleep are 
really good quality cotton sheets. You don't want to use any synthetics like polyester or fake silk. So you want to make sure you have nice natural fabrics that you're sleeping on. That gives you four easy things that you can try to incorporate into your sleep uh, to enhance your sleep and enhance your nighttime routine. We'd love to know what you guys do for sleep and anything that we've missed. Um, anything you want to add to the nighttime routine or anything you want to add, anything you want to add to the sleep habits? I think one thing is just, just try and just try and have that set bedtime. Cause I think that's really important and, and we didn't really touch on it, but have a, a set time you're going to bed and try and have that set time you're waking up. So what I've been trying to do is wake up at the same time I do, um, on the weekends as I do during the week. And what that lets me do is go to bed earlier because I know if I have, you know, a workout I need to get in or a bit of extra work, I don't need to do it at 10 o'clock at night because I know I'm getting up at the same time every day and it's going to give me time to get that in. Uh, and it also helps set your body, your body's rhythm. So same time for bed, same time to wake every night, I think is something we can all uh, at least try. And I know for me, based on my genetics and my chronotype, which is a whole other podcast, but for me, um, for my genetics, I'm supposed to go to bed at 10.10 every night and wake up at 6 a.m. So, I mean, that that's a little bit specific and that doesn't always work because I get up at 5.05 three days a week for swimming. So that throws me right off there and... Ideally, you will kind of find out how many hours your body needs to function. So we're going to wrap up the segment on sleep. And then one thing that we thought would be super fun every week to end our podcast and just to normalize and humanize everyone because no one's perfect. We are going to create a segment called... The Weekly Fail. Woohoo! And the reason we're doing that is... We all fail, and I think we need to normalize it a little bit. Um, you're never going to become great or excellent without failure, so let's be okay with it. We all fail. Let's talk about it. Let's put it out there. Uh, accept it and become great. I tell this story, if you have kids in the car, um, plug their ears, turn it off, don't let them hear this. So I'll give a pause. Okay. We're good to go. Hopefully you, you turned it off. Um, so every year on December 1st, the Christmas elf, Coco, comes to visit and stay with us and, and plays all kinds of great, awesome tricks on the girls every morning. And they were so looking forward to him coming this year. They made beautiful posters and signs and take them up outside so he would feel welcome when he came. Uh, the only trouble was the night he was supposed to come, once the girls went to bed, we could not find Coco the Elf. And we spent about two hours tearing our house apart until we both clearly, clearly remembered that we'd given them to Granny and Grandpa. So Julie went to Granny and Grandpa's to tear their house apart. At midnight. At midnight. At midnight on a Tuesday night and, and, or Monday night. And so they were, they were not very happy with, with Julie. But we were insistent that it was there. No, they, they, were, they were fine with it. They were insistent it was not there. But we clearly remember giving it to them. And they ripped their whole condo apart. Yeah. For it. Uh, the only trouble is around 1 a.m. 
I finally found it here, exactly where I left it uh, one year ago. And we both looked at the same spot probably six times and somehow missed it. Um, so after about three and a half hours, we had the elf, all was good, but we were both in tears, I think, several <laughs> times that night. Um, Over this silly elf. Because we didn't want to disappoint the girls and they were so excited. So uh, that was all fair fail for the week. I'm sure we'll have another big one for next week as well. Um, but luckily on that one, everything everything worked out. Okay. And, and so I think that's it for us today. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week, uh, Saturday or Sunday again. We haven't quite figured out our, our schedule yet, but we've had some requests from um, people to talk about nutrition. So it'll be some topic on nutrition. Uh, we haven't nailed that down, but we'll be doing that this week. Woohoo! We survived our first podcast. And the listeners survived if they made it to this point too. Yeah. So good for you exciting. guys. Okay, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week, podcasters. Have Ciao. a good week.